When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. With Pat Sajak yeah, this morning. Yeah, I was kind of surprised to hear this. Uh, it's a bit of an end of an era. I did not realize that Pat Sajak is 76 years old. some reason, I didn't think he was, you know, I thought he was still maybe late 60s. Same. I know. But he is retiring as the host of Wheel of Fortune. The 41st season that starts in September will be his last. So it's kind of a weird number. Why didn't he just quit at 40? Why is he going 41? Right. You know? Yeah, that's a good If you've watched it in the last couple of years, his daughter comes on at the end. Yeah. Shows you how to get involved with Instagram. Oh, yeah. So I wonder if they're <laughs> teeing her up. Teeing her up to be the next. Well, isn't uh, Vanna's daughter, doesn't she come on too and spin letters? Oh, sometimes. I, I haven't seen it. But. All right. So anyway, he's going to stick around even though after that, even after he retires for three years, he's going to act as a consultant. What do, so, you, what do you need help consulting? Nothing. I, it, he it's just complicated. Gets a wow. Good for him. Yeah. So I just remember how short he is. Like, I've never met him in person, but the only thing I really remember about that show is, is when he would A, stand next to Vanna, there's quite the height difference, but he always had to walk over and step up on that box. On the box. So I like, met Vanna White once. You did? I sure did. How I got a she? great, in fact, the picture I have of me with her is on my mother's refrigerator. Oh, that's so funny. She just loves that picture. Is she from, <laughs> is she from Florida? For some reason. Yeah, I, I don't like... remember. She was down there doing this speaking engagement of some sort and I was hosting it and oh, so yeah how lovely yeah I've it heard was. she's very nice though is that she right was I've never super met nice yeah. super nice very friendly very down to earth very chatty yeah. so yeah super nice but this is what Pat said he said it's been a wonderful ride and I'll have more to say in the coming months many thanks to you all if nothing else I'll keep the clickbait sites busy he has been the host of the syndicated version since it debuted in 1983 and we don't know Who's going to replace him? I think Chuck Woolery he was. used to do it back in the day, didn't he? The original host of the original version of Wheel. He left in 81. Mm. That Chuck Woolery. How many different shows, my God, did he host? Uh, he's been he's been on a lot. He did uh, that. He did Love Connection. He did uh, uh, that one that involved the dice. <laughs> I feel like he he kind of ran all yeah. of them. You know? He was he like the quintessential... Yeah, game like, show host. I think if you work for Mark Goodson, Bill Todman Productions, they just kind of plug you in wherever you're needed. Yeah, he was good though. He was he was one of those real quick witted, always very funny, very relaxed. Yeah, and we'll be back in two and two. <laughs>
<laughs> Great. All right. Well, we'll take a quick break. Uh, coming up, the top shows to avoid if you don't want to get all emotional or stressed out, especially right before bed. And Taylor Swift bringing big money to Cincinnati. Some things you need to know for the show straight ahead. But first, to check the roads, we got Denise standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Uh, you- Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Have you ever finished watching a television show and at the end of it you just feel either like better like really good or just worse exhausted. like you're just in a bad place sometimes it's just yeah. exhausting or you're in a you're just bummed out after yeah. yellowstone yeah that was hard on multiple occasions yeah there's so many of them according to a poll of 2000 people 81% of those people said that their mood influences what they watch but 51% said what they watch can change their mood for the rest of the day. Yep. Everything affects everything. Especially if you're going to bed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's the worst. Mm-hmm. I used to watch, um, like, what was that show? What is that show oh, that Shamar Moore was on? SWAT? No. The, the, he, like, started it. Um, it wasn't NCIS, but it was Criminal Minds. Yeah. Okay. I used to try to watch Criminal Minds. Right before bed. Before going to bed, because I think it came on at like nine. Yeah. Or something like that. It's CBS. And I yeah. would have horrible, not a horrible good idea. dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Like about serial killers. Time to put on the office for a, for a 20 minute before oh you. Oh my God. Oh, the office yeah. is great before bed. Yeah. yeah. I would have to start watching it at like 9 a.m. on Saturday mornings just to like kind of get my headspace. Great show. Yeah. I loved it, but yeah. man. We were watching uh, Walking Dead for a while. Yeah. And that was, that was man. one of those shows where it's like, you know what? Too Having heavy. some weird dreams. Yeah. <laughs> we better watch something else after before we hit the. <laughs> So a lot of these shows are no longer in production, but maybe they're streaming now or they're in syndication. So they're all available on one platform or another, and they're broken up into different categories. So we'll start with the happiest shows. Okay. Modern Family. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. Friends Mm -hmm. and The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I mean, you never leave those shows feeling bad. How about Schitt's Creek? Why isn't that on the list? Oh, yeah, it I might have been. It just show. didn't get enough percentages. Because they probably not enough people have seen that. Way more people have seen those three shows. Right. Well, plus, like, they both run and send, like, friends and modern family run in syndication. You can find them every day. They're all on the Legacy Network. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. All right. And then you've got the nostalgic shows. Uh, Tim brought up The Office, which didn't make the top three, but Friends did. And so did The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and Seinfeld. That's currently what I'm binging when I need something to put on that I don't really care about. Seinfeld? I'm on season nine. 
How many seasons were there of Seinfeld? There might have been nine. I don't know. It's getting a little weird. You can tell it's yeah. getting a little <laughs> weird. It started going yeah. Introducing different characters and stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. Stressful shows. No question. Breaking Bad was yeah, one. For mm-hmm. sure. Yep. I did love Jesse Pinkman, though. Uh, shows you felt stressed out after watching Grey's Anatomy. That's why I quit. <laughs> That's why I quit many years ago. Yep. I and loved that in the beginning. I loved that show. I mean, that was when it was it was on, wasn't it on at 10? Yeah. Yeah. And I would stay, stay up. up for that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's gotten better. It got really bad, and then it got better, and now it's just kind of flat for me. Yeah. Uh, and then Ozark was uh, the third most oh, stressful show. I quit show. that one, too. I couldn't take it. Yeah. I, I don't even think I made it through one full <gasps> season of Ozark. Really yeah. Oh, my gosh, it was. And, like, yeah. sometimes it, the way that it would just end with death, like, the last scene would be somebody just getting killed. It was like, ah! I'll tell you what's funny, though. You bring up Yellowstone, and I think that was very stressful. And I think that's what sucks that's what sucked me in is it was really awful. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready for some redemption. So I have to keep watching. I have oh to God, keep watching. Just, mm. oh. And it's what's so funny is you get into season, late season four and now season five. And there's not a ton of insanity and violence. And I find it kind of boring. I quit mm. watching it. I'm not <laughs> kidding. So, you know, like. Now season, it's all politics. So you know how it's they like, put out rah. season five, like half of half season of five. And mm-hmm. we were supposed to get the other half in June. Mm-hmm. And then now, now we're there's hearing a delay. they have haven't even started production, so I just quit. I can't even tell you the last thing that happened, but it got so hard for me to watch that show when like people were beating up Beth or people were, and I'm like, I can't. It just it's was, violent. It is. It's yeah. hard to watch. I quit this bitch. Yeah. I was out, man. Are the other two the prequels? Are they as violent? I have no. I can't. I just. Uh, I'm. I'm totally on a hiatus <laughs> from all of it. <laughs> I've been watching. Um, Oh, just all kinds of different fun stuff, like Selling Sunset, something mm-hmm. I don't have to think about at all. Yeah. And then shows that would trigger emotions for better or for worse. Uh, they could make you, f- they would make you feel emotional, sometimes good, sometimes not so good. Again, Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, This Is Us. Yeah. Oh, sometimes yeah. sad, oh. sometimes... Very heartwarming and sweet right. and tender. That show would wreck you every every time. Every week you would be sobbing or in tears. Like a good cry, but a cry. Yeah. And then uh, Sex and the City. Yes, I love that show. Right? That's I bailed that I, on that too. You did? Yeah, oh, no I didn't way. even finish the first season of... <gasps> you the, uh, you're talking about the original or... No, the new one. Oh, oh the new yeah. one. Yeah, the new one. The new one is... Nah. I bailed. It's not as good. Like, it's definitely, it's not appointment television for me, but I, like, I'll watch it and down the road. Yeah, I hung in there to the end, to the end of the first season. The second season's not out yet, right? It is out. That's oh, the is? one that Aiden comes back. Oh, gotcha. He, Aiden comes back. But then season oh, three is the one they're filming it. now where Kim Cattrall where Samantha evidently makes, makes a, her return. On a phone. Oh, yeah. I haven't listened to Todd Rundgren's Hello, It's Me the Same. <laughs> Since Big died? Yeah. Spoiler. Oh, now I, now I get all... Uh, <laughs> every time it comes on. <laughs> what happened? What's going on with him? Remember, he had all of those allegations against him. Weren't they rape allegations or sexual misconduct of some sort? He's, he's, yeah, I didn't I know one's ever hired him again. I yeah, think, I think he's but in his But is there a case? I mean, is he going to trial? Yeah, I think it's ongoing. Happening? Haven't heard a word about him in a while. Yeah. All right. So Taylor Swift, 
Her era's tour is expected to generate $4.6 billion in local spending as it makes its way around the country. $4.6 billion. That is $12 million in ticket sales per show. Swifties are also spending an average of more than $1,300 to attend the shows. I had a friend who had tickets, like not very good tickets, and she just sold a pair for $3,300. What? That includes travel accommodations, food, and other tourism-related expenses. Obviously, uh, it's pumping a lot of money into local economies. Taylor is pocketing $10 million per show. Wow. $10 million Damn, per um, show. I saw, too, show. it was like, I think just the local hotel revenue in Nashville was like $1.5 million when she was there. That's just hotels. Has anybody looked to see if there is even any hotel availability on the two nights that she is here? So we did talk about yeah. it on the hot list, and there are some hotels out in the Springdale area that normally rent for $72 a night on just whatever weekend. In Springdale. Are going for $1,024. Yeah, like- oh. Like a day's in. Oh my God. Something random like that. I did find some stuff closer to like the airport. I think it was going for around four or five hundred dollars a night. Wow. But I was thinking about renting out my extra room at my house. There you go. Because, you know, we're going to be down there on Saturday. We don't have all of the exact plans, but I'm like, maybe I could just have someone spend the night and give them a ride. <laughs> I'm going down there anyway. You're not the only person having that conversation. I mean, you know, oh God. why not make, you know, five, six hundred bucks? <laughs> Speaking of Taylor Swift, there was a great article in the Cincinnati Inquirer by Madeline Mitchell, who's actually the education reporter for the Inquirer, but she's also sort of considered the Inquirer's resident Swifty. And she came out with this great... So she went to see the show in Chicago. So she has gone through this experience, and she brings a lot of knowledge and intel to the Cincinnati experience. So she came up with eight tips for attending Taylor Swift's Eras Tour, which... I'm not going to list them all because I don't want to give it away. I think you should read the article, but it's really, really good. In fact, I think it's one of the best like pre-concert oh, so articles yeah. that you can read, especially if you're a Swifty. Okay. And I'll just give you some examples like rest up because she was running on barely <laughs> five hours of sleep because she had just driven five hours from Cincinnati for the Chicago show. Okay. So, you know, plan these things out. You still have some time. You know, we have a little less than a month to go here. Um, obvious things like finding out which gate is closest to your seat. And then one of the things that she pointed out that I think is really smart is having a post-concert plan. And this is something that we went through with you too when we saw them at Soldier Field and something that people will be dealing with here at Paul Brown is getting out of there after. Because yes. that's a whole other experience than going to Riverbend when you've got yes. 60,000 people at a concert. Well, also, the Reds are playing yeah, one 15. night. FC's playing the yes. other night. Yeah. I was uh, hanging with my friends at Tank because, you know, we're close now. You're tight. I'm, you know, yeah. I'm on the bus driving staff. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> but uh, they're going to do $3 parking rides from NKU. Oh, that's Which cool. is incredible because I'll tell you a couple of things. One, we went to see Garth Brooks at Paycor Stadium. It was and we And it was nuts. Horrific. Leaving Nuts. there. I mean, we yeah. had a hotel downtown, mm-hmm. and it was still hard getting out of there, getting through the traffic, trying to Ugh. find your way to navigate. I mean, and we had pre, and we had a pre-plan. And number two, I've been to see Luke Bryan at Paycor Stadium before, and we ended up having to leave the show about fifteen minutes early to even get a car. Like, yeah. I mean, wow. I'm not kidding you. Like, you literally, if you don't have someone picking you up, figure out how you're going to walk maybe a mile to two miles away from downtown to get some sort of 
Uber or Lyft or something like that. Yeah. It's yeah. just so hard. No question. Whew. No question. Anyway, we'll uh, post a link to the article on our Facebook page this morning. It's already up. And you can read the whole thing. There you go. Everything you need to know. If you're going to the Taylor Swift show, you should absolutely read this article. Cool. So Anita Baker and Babyface. This is so random. She is one of my all-time faves. She's and great. she's got that whip appeal. Yes, yeah. he does. She, she lowers my blood pressure. Yep, yep. Well, the two of them are on tour together right now, and it's not going very well. Uh-oh. Babyface is supposed to be the opener, but he's been playing too long, which cuts into her set. Oh. On top of that, Anita thinks Babyface's fans are disrespecting and bullying her because they think he should at least have equal billing. Wow. Mm-hmm. In several tweets, she referred to them as Kenny's crazies. Since Babyface's real name is Kenneth Edmonds, and she asked him to call them off. In one tweet, she said, some of his fans are not accepting of the reality that he is contracted as special guest support on my tour. Hmm. Some even want to hurt me. Crazy town. Now, helping matters, there was a show back in May that got off to such a late start. The Babyface was asked to skip his set entirely so that Anita had time to do her whole show. Wow. So that didn't help either. Hmm. But... Yeah, that sucks if you're the headliner and and people want to see more of the opener than they that do. That could have happened with, yeah. I mean, I can't say this, but for me, when the boys to men were, what were who were they with? They were, it was it was boys, like boys to men, to men 98, 98 degrees, degrees and new kids. Yeah, so I don't feel like boys to men had enough time. I felt like new kids set could have been a little shorter and <laughs> more boys. <laughs> more well, boys I think they did men. all their hits though. Yeah, but like in thirty minutes, and this, yeah. you know, I mean, ninety-eight degrees had ample time. They had I a little bit like. more. They had a little bit more time, but I was like, yeah. I wanted to hear more of Motown Philly. God, well, they it was so heavily tracked. Yeah, it. I mean, they didn't even sing That's Motown Philly. Why, yeah, they just kind of heavy breathe through the whole thing. Yeah, pretty much. And really sad news out of Hollywood this morning. Actor Treat Williams was killed yesterday while riding his motorcycle in Vermont. Uh, he was an older actor. He's been in a million things. You'd so recognize him. Yeah. yeah, you'd totally recognize him. He's an older guy. He was 71. Uh, I guess his rep said he was making a turn and a car cut him off. And they just collided and, and, and they, he was killed in the process. This guy got his First big break, though, back in 1979 in the movie version of Hair, which was based on the Broadway musical of the same name. But more recently, he played Dr. Andrew Brown on the WB's Everwood from 2002 to 2006. That's a good show. He's also been in Blue Bloods, the TV show, Mm -hmm. The Late Shift, Chicago Fire, uh, Heart of Dixie. Uh, He was just in... Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square. He's been in like a dozen of those Hallmark movies. I loved him in Christmas on the Square. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I've got for now. We'll leave it there then. That's your latest E-News. More for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we are right smack dab in the middle of second date update, update week. I know. This is so exciting where we get to check back in with... Some of the people that we've talked to in the last six, seven, eight months and see where they are today. Yeah, I don't know if you remember Adam and Stephanie. I don't want to give too much away, but she was the one who didn't trust her own picker. Uh, I feel you, girl. Was there a second date? As I recall, there was, sort of. And then what happened after? All straight ahead. Jeff and Jen. Thanks for listening. 
to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.